Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Joey Calvez. I want to tell you guys a little bit about the Department of Metahuman Affairs. This one is a story about a team led by a retired sidekick, two felons, a failed actor from Broadway, and a reprogrammed cyborg. But their first mission is to stop the criminals who have robbed a bank, and they will have to set the world at ease. You're going to get 180 pages of entertainment action-packed awesomeness right here in the first six issues in a collected hardcover volume one all you got to do is head on over to kickstarter.com and type in the department of metahuman affairs or dma and check it out right now hey this is liz and this is heather and for our first episode of 2017 we're getting a little bit tmi with some interesting expectations we are recording a little uh, add-on to our uh, show, our first show for 2017 that we have planned um, because some unfortunate bullshit happened today, and we need to we need to talk about it. So, oh, and um, by the time you hear this, uh, it would have been old news, but uh, we uh, lost our Princess Leia today. Yes, unfortunately, uh, actress Carrie Fisher passed away today. Um, she had a heart attack a couple of days ago. And this morning I woke up and found out that she was gone. And I don't know about you, but I was completely devastated. Yeah. So, and I, and I think most of, you know, our listeners are, um, we, when she had the heart attack, we received some tweets from Chelsea and those guys to, um, mm-hmm. cause they were worried about her too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and that was the funny thing. Like I woke up this morning and, um, an offer man had just kind of, nudged me awake like I was up last night real late and so yeah I took like a sleeping pill I was like I'm gonna sleep in it's gonna be awesome and all of a sudden I get this nudge and I'm looking at him like why are you touching me and he's just like Carrie Fisher died and I'm like you're going to have to say those words again please (laughs) Carrie Fisher died and he said I didn't want you to read about it on social media first you know I didn't want that to be the first thing you saw like so the the better first option was, you know, to tell me right away. And, uh, you know, for me, you know, you know, you know, my love of star Wars, everyone knows my love of star Wars. It's, it's been with me since basically birth, um, or as close there to as possible. And so this was really hard because growing up in that Disney culture of princesses, everyone's a princess and everybody's waiting for, the prince or the knight or maybe a dragon. I don't know. Somebody to come and save them, right? They're just sitting around doing their nails, letting their hair grow, whatever it is, wearing a dress that's far too fancy for, you know, imprisonment in my mind. (laughs) And Princess Leia was kind of the very first princess that I saw that wasn't like that, you know? I mean, yeah, they rescue her off the Death Star, you know, but... She's she's a badass. She was a badass before they met her. She was a member of the Galactic Senate at like age 15. I mean, she's tough. She's been a part of the rebellion. She knows how to fight. She can take care of herself. She is an equal in every way to her counterparts. And that just wasn't a, a hero that we had seen, you know, for girls. So growing up seeing that was really inspiring. And, you know, to to just wake up and see that that's that's gone. It's just it's kind of heartbreaking, you yeah. know. You know, pers- personally, I liked her as a person. She wasn't. Uh, she didn't talk a lot of fluff. 
you know, right. it was none of this bullshit where, you know, Hollywood actresses are supposed to um, answer questions about their figure and, uh, you know, talk about stupid girly shit. She, I mean, she cut through the bullshit, especially if reporters asked her stupid questions. And I, I really like that about her. Yeah. Did you guys get to go see Wishful Drinking when she was here? We did not. Paul and I went and saw it, and it was fantastic. It is, if you haven't seen it, download it. It's probably still on HBO. It's it's awesome. And it's her stand-up, and it goes through just her life. And she is so brutally honest about, you know, a lot of things that would have broken a lot of people way early. And would keep, uh, you know, yeah, would keep most Hollywood people would keep hidden. Absolutely. And, you know, there's a lot of things about her that, you know, came out and, and somebody, ooh, she's she's mentally ill. She's manic depressive. Ooh, she's got a substance abuse issue. As a lot of people who are mentally ill do, because it's called self medicating. Yeah. Um, but what what I love about her is that she she really kind of brought that out into the forefront and and made it normal. Yeah. Right. Like it it's not something you have to hide. A lot of people suffer from these things and you shouldn't have to pretend that everything is okay all the time. And I think she, she really, and she says in the, <coughs> excuse me, <clears throat> she says in wishful drinking, she said, you know, I always wish I would have gotten an award for something. Okay. Maybe not acting, but writing, you know, something. Cause she was like an amazing writer and, and yeah, like, she, she didn't have her name on a lot of scripts that she worked on too. Well, that's yeah. the thing. She was like the Hollywood script doctor. Like, I've got a list a mile long of things that she worked on. Um, but she said, you know, but now I get awards all the time for being mentally ill. She's like <laughs> bipolar woman of the year. And, and I think that's really just important that a lot of these things got brought to light. And, you know, it really takes a strong person to be able to step out and say, this is me. This is who I am. It is what it is. Love me. Leave me. I don't give a shit. Here's my dog, Gary. He's kind of derpy. I love, I, mean? I love so, Gary. Yeah. I love Gary. It's so yeah. sad for Gary. That was the other thing. I wrote a blog this morning because we weren't sure if we were going to be able to record today. And I just needed, you know, I, I'm just a creative mind and I have to get this stuff out of my head. And so I wrote a blog. It's currently on the Nerdy Bitches website. It's also on my personal blog, which is selfsavingprincess.com. Um and she really is kind of the original self-saving princess. I didn't, you know, try to model myself after a Rapunzel or any of those. <laughs> but, you know, it was really more her. It's like, get off your ass and save yourself. Stop waiting. Just do it. And the funny thing, like, you know, I'm having this conversation with Paul and he's telling me all this stuff. And, you know, my heart is breaking, you know, for, for me, for the world, for her. And then all of a sudden, I just think of Gary Poor little Gary Fisher, her dog. Oh, I know. And this dog is the derpiest dog you have ever seen. He's got that tongue hanging out constantly. And I just, and, and first of all, when they, when they said that she was in the hospital in critical condition, every one of these articles said her daughter, Billy and Gary are by her side. And I'm like, motherfucker, when I had my heart attack, they did not bring my dog to the ICU. That would have been great. That would have been so healing. But apparently Gary got to be there. But then I started thinking about Gary. And now I am I am bawling again because you can't explain death to a dog. No, I right? don't understand. How do you how do you say mommy's not here anymore? 
and she never will be again. Yeah. Ever. And I, I cried for probably another 30 minutes just thinking about poor Gary and how he had lost, you know, I yeah. mean, she did everything with him. Gary was always with her. Mm-hmm. It's just so sad. It is sad. Well, you know, the way I'm going to look at this and look towards 2017 is the, the things that Carrie Fisher in the end stood for are things that um, we can keep inside of us and continue to go. We can take down a fascist regime. We can um, uh, destigmatize mental illness. And we can cut through the bullshit all at the same time. But yes, I, I absolutely agree. I think that we need to take the things that Carrie Fisher stood for, the things that Princess Leia stood for, and we need to carry those forward. We've talked about this before. We can't stand in the shadows anymore and hope that other people will make things right. It's time, nerd herd, to step up and let's do what we need to do to make the world a better place and to make the place that we can be proud of. I personally feel like Carrie Fisher changed the world in a lot of ways. And I think that she needs to be uh, memorialized for that. She needs to be honored for that. And, uh, you know, she's going to live on in our hearts and souls forever. So. You're here. Well, well, now we can, um, we'll take you back to your previously scheduled recording of the Nerdy Bitches podcast. Yes, please enjoy and happy 2017 because 2016 was a fucking dumpster fire. All right. All right, hit the music. Happy New Year. Happy New Year, everybody. Let's see. Let's start the new year off uh, with a little pleasant little story or whatnot. Um, I went to a festival yesterday, and you know we've talked about this on the show that you just can't like day drinking is actually much better than night drinking, right? Yeah. Because then you have like the evening to recover. I totally day drink. I just texting you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, the things you were texting me. I'm like, <laughs> I know these words mean sense, make sense to you. However. I don't understand I, I, what you're talking about. I think about. I was getting, I was asking because we were talking about hats, you know, as you do when as you're you texting. Yeah. This is I I love festivals. This <laughs> is um, uh, I was texting about hats, and then you mentioned that you that hats didn't work well on you, and uh, and then I asked about the size of your extremities. Well, it was really strange because it was like, what hat size <laughs> do you try on? Four small extremities. <laughs> I, <don't laughs> like, um, I think I was asking because what? like like normally if you have small, like small fingers and small... Like what size is your shoe? My shoes are actually much larger than we think. I no. wear a nine. Oh, that's the size shoe I wear. Yeah. Like normally... But I have, I have small hands. That's what yeah. it is. It's like I would expect... Normally your shoe size is similar to your yeah, ring I'm a freak. size. I've got freak gorilla feet. And and so, you know... I don't no, really have so, freak So like I, I wear a size nine shoe. I wear a size nine ring. Yeah. So and you wear a size nine shoe. What I size also ring? wear a size nine ring. Oh, strangely enough. Oh, that is weird. Okay. But my hands are just small. Like they're short. They, they s- I have a very small frame. I've just yeah. been... You know, I was just fat for a lot of years. So... So it makes it look weird. I, I, no, I just like your your hands are delicate. They are very tiny. Yes, yes. You and Donald Trump have the same hands. <laughs> you know, this is one of the things we're going to talk about is 
you know, what it's like being a girl, and especially if you're like me and not particularly a girly girl. Uh-huh. I'm not a tomboy, and I don't even like that phrase at all because I think it's just weird, dickish. Yeah. Just yeah. a girl that doesn't do makeup and all this other stuff. But, but like, you know, I don't freaking fix my hair every time I breathe, so I just throw on a hat and whatever. But it sits so close to the top of my glasses. Like, I feel like I'm, like, peeking out from under it. It's very bizarre. Because it, like, falls off if you have it higher? Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. or, or there's just a big space on the top. Like, I wear those trucker hats. Yeah, like I, I like have, those. Huh? I, like, I like them a lot. I, like, I love how they look on other people. But if I try to wear it up, like, where a normal hat would sit, there's literally, a, like, a four-inch poof on the top of my head. That should not be there. And I can't like pull it down further in the back because yeah. it's a ball cap. Well, I think the point is it's supposed to have a poof. Like like those beanies are supposed to have a poof. and I don't know. I guess I'm not a poof girl. I guess not. Which leads into what yeah. we're here to talk about. Because okay. yeah, yeah I, think, I think there's a lot of expectations out there for women and even geek girls and things like that. that and it's not even just societal expectations, but it's ones that... We've we've heard so much and have felt ingrained into us that when we don't meet those expectations, we feel guilty. We feel really guilty. Excuse me, and we feel like just not as much as of a girl. You know, mm-hmm. it's like, like yeah. I mean, obviously there are times in the month where I wish I wasn't a girl, but yeah, that doesn't. It one, it doesn't mean that I want to be a dude. So all these guys are like, oh hey, <laughs> penis envy. I'm like, trust me. Nobody envies that penis. <laughs> Nobody wants one that doesn't currently. Well, that is not true. I apologize to our trans friends out yeah, there yeah. who, in fact, do want a penis. Just, so in more general, power to you. They're not pretty. They're not. No, they they don't have a they don't have a nice look to them. No. No, we've talked about this before. That that speedo area yeah. is is ugly. Like yeah. the top above that, Good below looking. that, yeah. totally lovely. In between weird mm, it's just weird things and get I, have i told strange. the story on my on the podcast about uh we had a dude that was like seven foot tall living in our building and he wore a day glow speedo okay nice. and so now he's seven foot tall mm. so the speedo area is pretty high to me like it's not quite to face <laughs> eyeball you know <laughs> and one day he was at the elevator going down to the pool and he was wearing a shirt because a respectable man wears a shirt when he, even though he's going to go swimming, but no pants, just the speedo. And so I like turn around the corner. I'm like, that dude's not wearing any pants, you know. And this day glow bulb is just kind of walking with him, and it's just swaying back and forth. And I'm it's like, like that Jingle Balls commercial. You remember that one? <laughs> Best commercial ever. Anyway, so if you're going to wear speedos out in public, why don't you put something kind of covered shorts on? So, yeah, or cover up. Until you get to the pool then maybe because it's really weird when you think a dude's not wearing pants. Well, this I'm, I'm going to throw this out there in general. If you are not, in fact, a competitive swimmer or well, this diver. Guy, this, this guy was in shape. Well, I don't care so, if you're in yeah. shape. If you are not, in fact, competitively swimming or diving, the world has no room for your Speedo. Just put on some regular I think that's trunks. that's just the U.S. thing, though. I think Speedos are na- international. I know, but they're horrible. Yeah, they're not great. It's It's not often that you see someone wearing a speedo that ought to be wearing a speedo yeah yeah i agree yeah. 
So, in <laughs> fact, I would I wouldn't mind the like the little suspender ones that the the spinner the the the, the Borat ch- one. <laughs> yeah, the Borat the one. John Mayer banana hammock. <laughs> Jesus Christ, that's awful. I, I mean, I would enjoy that more just for a comedic effect. One, two, the likelihood it's not going to come off it's when greater. they jump into a pool. It's great. It's a little bit. It's like the suspenders for the, the junk. Yeah. Okay. So, you know, it, this is uh, what kind of brought these up with these expectations that we kind of put on other girls and ourselves mm-hmm. is, uh, you know, it's appropriate this time of year because people are doing their resolutions and whatnot, right? Yeah. And they probably already have. If you already have uh, resolutions that somebody else told you to, to do, uh, you're not going to succeed with no. it, just so you know. If, you're, you're probably 90% not going to succeed with the ones you came up with for yourself. Exactly. So stop but, making them yeah. and, and stop beating yourself up when you don't. I so. know. it should. I mean, try and do a um, a resolution that's not so short-term. It has to be a year, you know. Well, here's, to, I'm going to work on Just something, right? From a corporate training perspective, when you're setting goals of any kind, there are things that have to be there. Oh, do not do the SMA, <laughs> SMART, whatever. But, but what I'm saying is that is the big difference between a resolution that you make up when you're standing on the scale November 2nd versus a goal that you may or may not actually succeed. Because you have to actually have a plan, in place. My eyeballs are rolling into the back of my head are. right I'm now. I'm not talking about yeah. them specifically, but I am <laughs> saying if, you, if you're not going to do the work, you already know you're not going to do the work because you're already head deep in a box of Malamars thinking they're still calorie free, which by the way only works on Christmas and New Year's. <laughs> um, maybe Thanksgiving. And, and, and New Year's Eve. And yeah. Christmas Eve. Well, well that, 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 that's I blend the encompassing. Them it's like, it is a 48-hour holiday. Of course it is. Mm-hmm. If you get the days off of work, it's a, it's a holiday still. That's a good point. But I'm just saying, and Saturday if you, and Sundays if are rolled really, into that. If you really, truly want to make changes in your life, make sure you're making them for the right reason, not mm-hmm. because somebody else thinks you need to make them, yeah. but also have a plan in mind and a time frame and a goal. And you know, I remember when my... Um, my ex-husband had gone to the doctor one day and he was a big, big guy. Uh, and the doctor had told him he needed to lose about a hundred pounds. And he was asking me, how do I do that? Like, what do I need to do? And I said, well, how much do you weigh? He's like, I don't know. <laughs> well, then how do you know if you're going to be able to? <laughs> and I said, well, here's the deal. If you don't know how much you weigh to start, how do you know when you've hit that hundred pound goal to finish? And he was like, I just need to lose weight. I'm like, no, you need to like yeah. be smart about this. You have to know where you are, where you want to go, and how you're going to get there. It's like traveling, you know? I have to know that if I'm in Houston and I would like to be in Chicago, there is a way to get there. There are multiple ways to get there. But I do have to pick one. Yep. Otherwise, I will end up in Nicaragua. Yep. And that's not good for anyone. <laughs> so it's not going to meet my goal. Yep. So anyways, resolutions suck. Yeah, resolutions do suck. And every time that I've made one that I've stuck with, it's been something where I've just changed one priority to the other. Okay, mm-hmm. I just wanted to, I want to make sure that uh, I um, focus more on this part of my job, maybe, you know, right. instead of this one, you know, so this one's going to come first. And those are the ones that I hit, right? Because well, you're just, you're, you're replacing one for another. Well, and that's, that's really how you do it, though. If you want to quit smoking or you want to quit eating out so much or whatever, you have to take the bad habit and replace it with a different habit. You can't just quit the one 
and then just sit there and stare at the wall. Like there has to be a replacement in order to to do something. I have actively done ones where, because, you know, going back to these expectations, right? I know that like how I was raised and how everybody around me was raised is that I automatically assume in my head because I had this demented brain um, washing yes, yes. Uh, that society did that women are in charge of keeping the house clean, right? Ugh. And so I... Not in my house. <laughs> I, I have um, pushed back on that mm-hmm. and I keep pushing back on it. And when I walk into my house and see that it's a mess, I also blame my husband. Mm. See? So there, there was a goal achieved right there. <laughs> Uh, and I do that also at, um, you know, uh, you know, in general, like right. if I see, you know, if the house isn't clean and stuff like that, it's like, yep, somebody didn't prioritize cleaning. That's fine. Well, right? and I, I think that there's a lot of that whenever we have these expectations thrust upon us. That you um, want to push that, that. Yeah. You do. Or at least if you're people like us who are not, mm-hmm. you know, I, I, yeah. I will categorize myself as a feminist. I don't know if you do or not. I'm not going to place a label on yeah. you. For you. But. I, you know, if somebody tells me it's my job to do something, no. I tell them to go fuck themselves and I do the opposite of that thing most of the time. And I think, again, it's it's a lot more of the, it's not that I don't want to live in a clean house. Mm-hmm. I'm a fan of a clean house. I don't want to be told that it's only my responsibility yeah. to keep it clean when there are multiple people living in that house exactly. who all have to play a contributing, <laughs> excuse me, contributing factor. Yes. I, I, um, that it was a drastic change in mentality for me. I'd say probably after I was living with my husband for some time. And it's like, hey, I'm, I don't have to be the one that cleans this all <laughs> the time. And um, so, you know, involve him more in the cleaning process if we clean it. At all, which we haven't today. <laughs> but I told you you didn't need to. Yeah. So I, I said during my drunken text to, to Liz yesterday, <laughs> I said I'm not cleaning, so deal with it or something, something along those lines. And what did I say, drunky McDrunkerson? <laughs> I believe you said that. You, you, what? It, I forgot what you said. <laughs> of course you did. You were drunky McDrunkerson. It was awesome because I come home, I take a nap, and it was fine. No, I, I told you yeah. no worries mm-hmm. because there's no judgments here speaking of improving oneself mm-hmm. my stupid watch tells me when i haven't walked enough <laughs> at, at, at the 50 minute mark it's like get up off your ass and walk and i'm like i don't have time fight me watch <laughs> i know you don't tell me what to do you don't tell i'll me. sit here for three days it's <laughs> like when netflix comes on with that little are you still watching and of course Continue i am you or back and i'm like don't judge me, Netflix. <laughs> don't you decide. <laughs> I have been pushing that button to move to the next episode all day. So don't even bother. Are with you me. still watching? So, yeah. so judgy. I noticed that like it will give me the notice at ten minutes to the end of the hour. It's like you haven't walked enough this hour. So do it. And I promise you, I say, Oh, I'll get up in a second. And then next thing I know, it's beeping me at the next hour yep. saying, You still need to get up and walk. Get Jesus and Christ. Walk, yeah. 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 Like, what do I need to do to tell you to get off your ass? And I'm like, well, I need to pee if, if occasionally. Yeah, so honey. maybe that will that will do that it. Work, yeah. That makes me not sit on the couch. You know what I wish had one of those is my ebook, because I was listening to um, Catalyst, which is the prequel book to the new Rogue One movie. Oh, okay. Uh, at my sister's house the other day, and apparently, I fell asleep. Yeah. 
I have no idea how long I was asleep. I have no idea where I fell asleep in the book. So now I have to go searching because yeah. I don't yeah, know. I, uh, as soon as I find my spot, I add a bookmark. And so I keep adding bookmarks and then I can go to that and fast forward till I don't remember what I'm hearing anymore. Yeah. That's usually what I do. I think I remember the beginning of the chapter where I started dozing. I, but. I, um, I've been... I've been doing that with a book to help me fall asleep. It's about, it's a whodunit in ancient Rome. Mm -hmm. Anywho, I don't know who the person that's talking is anymore. <laughs> I'm like, is this it's the main the character? Because I don't know if this timeline is the worst. Fits. It's like, what's happening? And so I'm like, especially when it's, when you've got the same guy narrating. Yeah. The because whole you book, don't know. Yeah. And you're like, it kind of sounds like his character here, but, not yeah it's like is he old enough to have this back so it's like the arrow is he old enough or right. he was gone for five years why is there still story in his flashbacks there shouldn't it be actually the very last episode spoiler um uh, liz he actually flashed back to stuff after he got back from the island i'm like it's about fucking time you know because well good because you cannot possibly have that many memories I think Honestly. the show's been on five years. Why yeah, are we I still know. listening to five years before that? I know. That it's like, okay, it's in Hong Kong's involved now. Anyway, that's beside the point. Those flashbacks piss me the fuck off. Yep. So another goal I made for myself some, some years ago, and it was because I found that I was victim shaming. Mm. I'm not victim shaming. Like when somebody would dress inappropriately, I, my first thing was like, why would they dress like that? Mm. Instead of who the fuck cares what they dress like? That's right. not my fucking decision. You know, I've, I've, I've made that. I've caught myself doing that as it's, well. You have to do it consciously. Yeah. And it's, it's a surprise. Yeah. It's a surprise that you have to do it because if, of all the brainwashing that society puts in a, that. And so I said, and I've even told like some like crazy liberal progressive people. Yeah. And I've said, you know what? I decided a long time ago that without any additional information, I'm going to always take the side of the woman because that has not historically happened. And in general, I make the best friend. That's how I used uh, to vote. <laughs> I'm not kidding. When I was younger and I was voting, I mean, I had, here's the deal. Who really researches and I knows every single person on a ballot? I do. I walk into that booth and I'm like, what the fuck? I do. Hell? And then There's I get 47,000 people in here and I don't really do it anymore. But this was my, but, and again, some of this has to do with like my family and my ex-husband. Mm -hmm. You have to vote for this person. I'm like, yeah. fuck you, watch me. And, mm -hmm. and it was pretty much like, I vote for the people that I know. And then I vote for every woman on the ballot, unless I know she's crazy <laughs> because there are some that, you know, they're crazy. And then I just kind of vote for people with ethnic names. <laughs> that. <laughs> so I'm the opposite of every white uh, girl, I think. So I, um, I, I research all of them. Uh, if they have mayoral um, debates, I watch them. I come up with a list. If there is a group of people I do not agree with and they have come up with a list of people to vote for, I do not vote for anybody on that list. Mm -hmm. um, I do give the list to my husband and make him vote for them if he hasn't researched it. And um, I do quite a bit of research on like the ballot initiatives and then I'll, I'll just say, this is what I've decided and this is why. You can read it up. You can decide what you want to do on the ballot initiative. Mm -hmm. But 
I do a shit ton of research for all of these local elections. And honestly, once I, it's like a test in high, in college, right? Mm-hmm. You study and study and study up. Okay. So once they get elected or not elected or whatever, I completely forget their names and if they were the ones I voted for or not. Yeah. But at the time I walked in there, I had a notepad and I had a list and I knew who I was voting for. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm pretty anal about it, but nobody I ever vote for makes it. <laughs> I never, I never have like, you know, very rarely have I voted for anybody that's actually made, made it. Now, some people I voted for may have won my district or like if it's, especially I'm national. Sure if it's those people that are running unopposed, they totally make it. Yeah, they, they make it. Actually, if they're unopposed and I don't like them, I don't even vote for them. I'm like, like nope, nice. no step. No, skip. Um, yep, skip. This goes into another thing that we have to say about uh, expectations of women in general, right? Yeah. Well, I think, you know, I think really the expectations we put on ourselves, um, like growing up, when you saw an adult woman, what did you see? I always felt like they were put together, that women in general were put together. And I knew of a couple of like moms that were always late or something or like scattered. But you all, did you judge those moms? Because I always did. Well, like, I always, I, had a, I, had I always friend. just like had these. Well, okay. So I was gonna say I didn't judge them, but I just had pre expectations of what <laughs> so they were like. Judging <laughs> them is 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 what the thesaurus would call that. Uh, but like I had I had this one friend in particular in high school, and we would go to her house. Like you come to my house and you walked in. And the house was the way it was, which was usually clean because my mom stayed home and that's just what she did. So it wasn't ever a like, oh my gosh, let me check and see if it's okay. Because we just brought friends in, mm-hmm. went upstairs, played whatever, nobody ever. Yeah. This girl, when we would go to her house, <clears throat> excuse me, still getting over the hoarse voice. Um, she would have, like, we would have to stay outside on the porch while she went inside to verify that it was okay for us to come in. And it wasn't just because, like, the house was messy. Mm -hmm. This lady had, like, five kids, Mm -hmm. and one of them was still in diapers, and there would literally be diapers, like, everywhere. Oh, my goodness. And it was kind of like, you know what? I think we should go hang out at my house. Yeah. But it it was one of those, like, I, I expected, like you did, that when I, when I, let's say when I became an adult, because as a teenager, I totally didn't have my shit together. I was not the girl who would get up and, you know, braid my hair or wash my hair and any of that, you know, like, or have an outfit that matched or, you know, any of that. I just got dressed and I went to school and my hair was usually in a ponytail and my clothes, yeah, whatever I found. It wasn't I know. I remember I, one day I wore the exact same shirt as I wore the day before yeah, and I, that. and somebody said, you wore that yesterday. I'm like, no, I don't think I did. And no, then I realized what that, you say yeah. is. I have two. <laughs> That's, what <it> was. <laughs> That's what I, I have two of them. I have two of these shirts. That's right. You know, and, and I just, I just, I guess I imagine that there would be some magical age at which I would just wake up and put on makeup and like an outfit that was a real outfit. And I would go out and I would wear heels and I would greet the day. My legs would be shaved. Like these are just things that I thought at some point I would hit and this would happen. And I'm here to tell you, I'm a couple months into 40 and this day has never come. <laughs> I mean, the days that I get up and put on makeup and put on an outfit and maybe heels are the days that I have to go to a job interview. 
And those are also days where I'm taking a uh, Xanax (laughs) and running out the door, hoping I didn't forget my resume. You know, like just, I just never, I guess I never, there's no switch. Yeah. I don't know if you've ever had a switch, right? I mean, yeah. I don't know. I think that people that grew up a little girlier than I am. So do you do these things every day? Well, it's a work. Yeah. Yeah. I have to get up and get Even dressed. when I worked in an office every day, I didn't. I mean, I, I remember there was some times when I used to pull my hair up and I'd go into the office and um, I stopped doing that years ago. I just, I I did make a conscious effort um, maybe nine years ago. No, no, less than that. It had been six or seven years ago that I was so used to a previous job where we all wore polo shirts and uh, slacks every day to the office and um, I realized one day that, like, this is not a flattering look. It is not. It is and not. if you walk into, like, a Target or a Best Buy wearing their color, a polo shirt with people the, with the khaki there. socks, yeah. people come up and ask you questions. And um, I just realized, I'm like, this doesn't look good. And so I started to, like, actually say, okay, I'd go and, and buy the shit off the mannequin. Mm-hmm. Like, so, like, the mannequins put together, that's what I'll wear. And I've slowly started to... I mean, some of my outfits I put together, though, are a little half-assed, right? I had to take you shopping with me when I went to go try to, because I was getting a new job, and it was like a high-paying job, and like, and it Mm -hmm. it was a construction firm and all this other stuff, and I was like, okay, I'm going to take somebody who, you know, dresses better than I do, and we went shopping, and, and I did, like, I tried to make an effort, and I wore, like, I had suits, and I had all this stuff, and I got up at 4.45 every morning, oh. and didn't make it, well, I had to be at work at 6.30, oh, okay. but, uh, you know, I was doing makeup every day, and I think there was one day that I overslept, and I just didn't, mm-hmm. I mean, I, you know, I looked, I still was dressed nice, but whatever, but I just didn't do the makeup, and it was so funny, because, like, I was like, fuck, now I've set the expectation that, this that is- I'm going to wear this every day. And when I don't, it's going to look weird. Whereas my old job, the days that I wore makeup, everybody thought I had a job interview, <laughs> which I did. <laughs> it was pretty, pretty, uh, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I think that the addition of a uh, casual Friday really made life a lot easier for me because I'd worked at a place and it basically be- became, every day became a little more casual right. as opposed to, you know, business, casual, business, casual, casual day. That made all the difference in the world to me. And, you know, I still, if I'm in charge of something that you normally would wear jeans on, I always make sure that that day is not a Friday. But I did, I made a conscious effort uh, at one point that I'm going to dress better at the office. Now, I don't dress great at the office. I know Mm -hmm. that there's days where I am really phoning it in, but I stopped doing the polo shirt and slacks. Right. Well, nobody looks good in those khaki slacks. I'm oh, sorry. Oh, no, I don't. Well, I don't even wear khakis because it's like I'm not wearing pants because it's the same color as my skin. Mm. And like, honestly, if you just catch a glimpse of me, you're like, that lady's not wearing pants yeah. because I don't look like it. And yeah. It's like, I'm just, I don't like, so I hate khakis. So I always wear black slacks. So it's whatever the top is. <laughs> black slacks and whatever. And then, I, you know, I wear flats a lot. And I have heard like some of the uh, salesmen, men, uh, complain when salesmen women uh, don't wear heels to sales calls. And I like, honestly, I find that flats are just as fashionable and, and right. professional. And if it, one guy had to wear high heels, he would agree with me very quickly. Yeah. So I have heard that. And I, I've said that. Remember when I used to work in the office, I had like 12 pair of shoes under my desk 
I could just change into for whatever the meeting was yeah. and then get out of them immediately. It is tough to wear heels all day long. It is. It is hard. It is really hard. Well, it's hard it, on your back. It's hard on your feet. It's terrible. You know, most people like it. Uh, when I worked in Utah, so there's snow everywhere, I wore different shoes coming into the office than I wore and going out of the office. And I wore in the office. I just had the shoes in my purse. Yep. And um, in New York City, people wear walking shoes and then yep. put on their heels. That's what I used to do. Yeah. Um, I usually just generally wear flats, yeah. flats, or flats. I do have heels, but I generally wear flats. I do know some people on casual Fridays that wear uh, heels with their jeans and it looks fabulous. I know. I love heels with jeans. I oh, do that so from time to time, but I swear to God, the second I get in the car, those shoes are off Yeah, because I, it hurts. You know what I did um, in my previous car? I, the spot that you rest your shoe in mm -hmm. um, on the left side, uh, my heel had actually dug a hole through the floor <laughs> floorboard. And so like if I got my heel stuck in there again, I couldn't get my shoe out. And it was funny. And I thought that it was funny, funny little joke. Uh -huh. You know, it's from wearing heels and that's where I set my foot every day. Like every other girl that I worked with had the same thing happen. Yep. Like their heel jug right a hole right through their floor. Well, what I did was I kept flip flops on the floorboard, kind of pushed up as close to the seat as possible. Mm -hmm. So when I get into the car, I could just kick the heels off to the passenger side, slip into the flip-flops and drive without worrying I was going to break my ankle in the process. Yeah. So I've never actually had a car that had a its had own a hole. heel holder. The heel hole. The <laughs> heel I, hole. I will, I will tell you a story, though. I was driving back from... Uh, I was living in Austin at the time. I was in college, and I was driving back from... Somewhere out in West Texas. Now mm -hmm. I'm slipping my mind where I was. Um, and I had dressed cute because I was meeting a boy, as yeah. you do. Um, but I didn't want to drive three hours back to Austin dressed super cute. Yeah. So as I'm driving through the tumbleweeds in the middle of nowhere in West Texas, I am changing not only my clothes, like my shoes, yeah. but my clothes as well. <clears throat> and I drove a stick shift. Oh, no. so, so imagine this. I had uh, I had one of those little tiny Toyota Tacoma pickup uh -huh. trucks, like the real small one, no extended cab, just single cab. So imagine this idiot, you know, college girl trying to drive and change shoes and change pants and all of this other stuff while driving through the middle of nowhere tumbleweed country. <laughs> Skills. <laughs> My husband is always still amazed that I can take off my bra without taking off my shirt. Yeah. You know? So. That's a, that's an important skill. It is. A, you have to have that skill. Yeah. Because, you know, and oh, it's so funny. I see all these women on Facebook and whatever, and they're talking about bras, right? Mm -hmm. And they're talking about how they wear them 24-7. They wear them to sleep. They don't, I like, did. Underwear for a, bras. I did for a lot. I don't understand time. this. And then all of a sudden, they just became uncomfortable. And I... They're wear, uncomfortable to sit in. So I only wear them really to work. And then everything else after that is going to be like a sports bra or something. You know, right. nothing... Well, I'm a big fan of the 18-hour no yeah. underwear mine's, bra. Mine's like a... It's like <laughs> a sports bra, but they say it's not one. Because... Well, and probably could, if I went running... This one it, could totally be used as a quasi-sports bra. Have you seen that, like, sports bra outside of the sports bra... It's like a brace. It's like a girdle. Yeah, because it's a binder. Because a a sports bra does support to an extent, right? Not the ones I'm. And got. then 
it adds an extra level of support so you don't freaking punch yourself in the face with your boobie. I have been there. Yeah. What I'll tell you, I found um, I found this website. It's, uh, just her size. Just my size. Just my size. They have the cheapest bras, but they are well made. They are fantastic. I think the one I'm wearing was like 12 bucks. Mm-hmm. I got a sports bra for less than 30, less than $20, mm-hmm. which is like unheard of. Yeah. You get a good... And this with, one is with a support, good yeah. supportive bra. It does not have an underwire. <clears throat> but this one actually has like a built-in fake cami on the top ah. so that you don't get cleavage popping out. Yeah. And you don't, you know, it, it kind of wicks away the extra boob sweat. Mm-hmm. Fabulous bra. Love mm, it. Sounds like it. I may have to check it out. I'll have to show you it online. It's a really yeah. good bra. Um, but, okay. So, yeah, I don't wear a bra unless I'm leaving the house. And it's not hoodie season, right? Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. I, I only wear bras when I'm leaving the house. Yeah. I, I, okay. So funny story. If you saw my Facebook post, you know, whenever this came out, uh, then you would know. I went the other day to go watch my niece because my sister had to take my brother-in-law to a doctor's appointment. So I got there at like 7 o'clock in the morning, right? And I had to get my older niece on the bus and the little niece was still sleeping. And I had a hoodie on and whatever, and I just went over on what I had gone to sleep in, right? Because I was just yeah. going to be sitting on their couch. It yeah. wasn't a big deal. So, and they, they live two miles from my house, around the corner, basically. And I get three quarters of the way there, and I look down and realize I didn't put a bra on this morning. So I was like, all right, well, I got a hoodie for one, yeah. so that kind of mm-hmm. masks and whatever. But then it was just like, I'm just going to be laying around their house. But then, you know, I was telling Paul and I was laughing at myself for doing it. And he's like, oh, well, do you need me to to bring you a bra on my way to work? And I said, well, yeah, sure. I said, if you can find my my uh, wireless bra. And first he's thinking like Wi-Fi bra, right? Like he's like, why would your bra the, the need to be? The one that you don't have to charge. <laughs> that you have would to you, charge periodically. Why would your yeah. bra have Wi-Fi? That's kind of awesome. <laughs> and I was like, no, the one without the underwire. I said it's either hanging on the. You we know, need to make like a wireless wherever. booster bra. Yeah, like it could boost the wireless signal in your house. All right, Opera Man, get on that. Let's yeah. make it. Oh, happen. I know, man. You'd make some serious money. Serious money. That'd be awesome. Mm-hmm. We'll make that happen. It could be the wireless Wi-Fi trademark. Bra. Uh, yes. <laughs> so we, uh, you know, so I, and I was telling him kind of where this bra would be because it was one I'd worn the day before, and I don't give a crap. I'll wear a bra two days in a row, ten days in a row, whatever. Um, so he's like, okay, I'm just going to run and drop it off. And then I have to go to work. I said, okay, awesome. (laughs) So he shows up and the bra that he hands me is a strapless bra. (laughs) That's not comfortable. With the extra like padding Mm -hmm. that you would wear like on your date with James Bond kind of thing. Or like under a wedding dress or something. Yeah. And I'm like, what the fuck? I was like, this seems oddly formal for nine o'clock in the morning while I'm babysitting he's like well it was your wireless bra I said no honey this is a strapless bra (laughs) I said and in order for a strapless bra to stay up on a person who actually has boobs it has extra wires yeah like 40 of them and you you have to step into them don't you not that kind it's not it wasn't a it wasn't like a corset it was just a straight strapless bra I was just like all right. So, well, I mean, at the same time, though, if he called and needed a special set of like jock things for opera people, <laughs> would you be like, I like all right? Th- I like that you think there are jock things for opera people. 
I know. I do know this. I know that ballet dancers wear dress belts. They do it, wear dance belts. Uh, or dance opera, belts. That's what Opera people, not so much. Yeah. So the dance belt. Yeah. Dance so, belt so, is a jock strap. So, so um, I uh, mm. dated a, um, an, a ballet dancer. Mm-hmm. And there is a reason why ballet dancers look so well endowed when they're dancing. And it's because their little strap contains their scrotum yep. and it puts it up in front and it lets it sit there like it's part of the entire it's package. Part of the game. Yeah. That's why they look so well endowed. Mm-hmm. Just, just so you know. <laughs> well, cause otherwise it would just look like a sad elephant when they're dancing around. So it just gives you something to keep your eye on. And dance it's, belt. It's, it's, it's something to keep your eye on while they're bouncing around, you know, just yeah. for fun. I mean, <laughs> At some point, you know, the scenery just stays still. I don't what know. I'm usually you looking asleep at, at, the, <laughs> at the ballet. But yeah, so he Nerdy bitches. Me. Your culture. <laughs> your culture. Your connection. cultural information <laughs> everywhere. So yeah, so I have to decide, am I putting on the James Bond date bra just to like run to the Walmart gas station no. and then go home? No. Or am I just full hoodieing it? And hoodie. I will just say, hoodie, hoodie. every time. Sweatshirt uh, is good. I would I would not in a million years wear um, a strapless bra if I didn't have to. I wear them when I have to because they do make your tits look great. But I don't even I don't even own one. You should. I, I I believe that you can get the same effect with like some duct tape. You could, but it rips your skin off. I'm telling you, I got this one at Target, so it's not even like a good bra. It's just one that I. I needed because I have several straplessy, not strapless I don't have tops. Anything but, strapless? Because you gave them to me. Oh, all you? of your shirt, all of the shirts that I have that are like halter tops, or uh-huh. you're the one with the chain. Oh, really I love cute. that one. Yeah. I love that uh-huh. one. But I got them all from you, and I had no way to. Yeah, wear you're them. right. You can't because I you always wore. Wear I, a I always wore that with a something on the outside to cover my bra straps. Yeah, right. you you just can't. Okay, so that's the next question, though. Bra straps, I don't think should be hidden. I don't give a crap. I used to. I used to be very concerned about, not like, oh my god, it slipped and someone saw it. Ah. But I just thought it looked trashy, you know, when you see women out and they've I, got. I wear nude bras, yeah, you know, too. so so, so, so that kind of looks weird when yeah. you see the nude bras because it's like you're seeing part of the construction and not part of the ensemble. But if I were wearing a black bra or a red bra and you could see the straps, that's part of the outfit. I don't know. I will say there was a girl in grad school who sat in front of me in a statistics class who wore a white T-shirt with a black bra every single day. And my, my friend and I just made fun of her mercilessly. mercilessly. I mean, not to her face because we we're classy. <laughs> but, but behind her back, and we were sitting behind her back, we just thought that was the trashiest thing ever. But now, I don't really care. Yeah. Well, it's, it's one of the things. Also, it's like she, she was wearing a bra. Bras, she put are, some ex- bras in. are expensive. Let's they go are. with this. Men's underwear, no, not expensive. Yeah. Ladies' underwear, however... Our unders on, honest, are very expensive. I'm unders, telling you. I love unders. If I go to an actual store like a Lane Bryant or wherever. You know our male listeners go, have zoned out. Good. Okay. You know, here's, here's the deal. We started this podcast because the rest of the podcasting game was a sausage fest. Yeah. And I don't think that we have done enough from the woman's side. So this is your one episode for the year. Suck it. Yeah. It's happy new year. Let me tell you about put boobs. your wa- put your wife on. Yeah, she loves us. She'll she like loves us. Yes. Hey, yeah. Carla. <laughs> uh, 
We picked Carla. We picked Carla. We Our favorite Carla. listener. Yes. Yep. Listener she's and guest. She's oh, yeah. She was. been on a guest on the show. Um, but anyway, so if I go in to Lake Lane Bryan or whatever, because they, you know, they yeah. were, they have the bigger sizes than I, Victoria's I spent, Secret I spent not. $60 on a bra. Yeah. Easy. 40, $40 is like their standard basic t-shirt bra. Or it's on clearance because it's like hot pink and has weird and flowers on shit. it. Yeah. But that's the thing. Bras are really expensive. It's also, especially when you're looking at larger band and cup sizes that Victoria's Secret doesn't have, you have to go and you have, you're you stuck with what they have. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. They don't have 75 of the bra that you really wanted. They have two in the wrong size. Everything else is leopard and hooker printed. Yeah. Everything else. And that's, the, they're cute. Oh, they're But you so know cute. what? I you don't have a single fucking outfit I can wear a leopard bra under. Yeah, because that's that's what we're saying. Like, you can see through shirts, yes. right? And so these are the two colors that you should have in bras. Black. And you, nude. And nude. And the problem with nude white is, is worthless. Yeah, white is white is completely worthless. Nude bras. There's like three shades of nude yep. bras. Okay, yep. pick so, the one the closest. To yeah. Your skin so tone. if you are um, uh, very dark or very light like me, mm-hmm. um, it's mine is actually called blush because mm-hmm. it's not nude because nude would be too yellow on me. Yeah. And and isn't it funny how it's like. You know. and, well, and the thing is, they don't call it like um, pasty white. Like that's what they should they call should, it. Yeah. They should call my bra color Irish chick, and right? That's that's a blush. Yeah. That's a petal. It's a petal. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> they now, come up with now. Weird okay, I just showed Heather my bra strap uh-huh. because Here's she's my, my she's my friend. Ooh, pur- I like it. It's cute. <laughs> but okay, I will tell a quick little story. Back when Paul was playing D and D with a it's bunch on of the friends. Inside out. <laughs> <laughs> How did that happen? I don't know. <laughs> Look at that. Okay, I'm gonna we're totally <laughs> renaming the show. We are not girly girls. <laughs> Clearly. So, you know, Paul is super, super shy, uh-huh. very embarrassed and and wants to be very respectful to women at all times. Mm-hmm. Well, you remember our good friend Michelle, the anthropologist. Oh yeah. Who was here on our show several times. Lo- who I has love since her. moved yeah. to the Pacific Northwest and we miss you. But anyway, so she was playing uh, D&D as part of this group that he was with. And I, I showed up to to hang out. Mm-hmm. I was not playing at the time. And, uh, you know, there were some jokes being made. And they're always made at his expense because he gets so embarrassed so quickly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's why it's fun to play with him. Uh, and so Michelle just thought it would be really funny to flash him her bra strap. <laughs> not her boobs. Not any skin, really. Just the actual strap of her bra. He turned so red and just almost fell apart. And I just thought this was the cutest thing ever. It's also how I won him over completely. (laughs) (laughs) Not that. Not her bra. (laughs) Mine. Is to show him your bra strap? Well, here's the deal. When you date a nerd, Mm -hmm. as I I, I actually set out looking for a nerd after mm-hmm. my divorce from a jock. I was like, fuck this shit. These guys are assholes. I'm going for a nerd. They're always home. <laughs> they can fix your computer. That's and they're important. they're really happy to see you. Like mm-hmm. it's just, you know, they're happy to have you. And I'm like, that's 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 what I need. You know, I need someone who who has that kind of time. And uh so I you know I asked him the other day, you know, we he always says this, why do you love me? I'm like, because you're awesome. And I'm like, why do you love me? He's like, because you're amazing. I said, no, it's because I showed you my boobs. (laughs) 
And he's like, that's not true. That's not true. I said, it's because I kept showing you my boobs. <laughs> that's why you're here. He's like, well, then why would I stick around? I was like, unemployment. <laughs> Came for the boobs, yep. stayed for the unemployment. So. <laughs> right. These are the fun things we talk about on the Nerdy Bitches podcast. Yeah. But anyway, so bras are fucking expensive. They are so expensive. And you know what, though? And like, you know, you're just talking unders, right? Yeah. Um, so um, panties oh. are so much more expensive. The worst. And Guys I, can get a pack of 100,000 pairs of <laughs> underwear for like six ninety nine at Sam's. We have to go and individually pick out panties yeah. from a bin. A bin of panties. That you hope will fit because yeah. they don't ever really have the style that you want. And you ne- they don't like to try it. You can't try you on can't underwear. You can't try on underwear. That's no. creepy as fuck. I have underwear that I liked so much that I bought as many as yep. I could find yep. for Always. it as soon as you do. And I have been wearing them for so many years that are they rolling off your ass? Cause they, that well, this to me. is what happened is they were those like um, those kind that don't show panty lines, yeah, right? Yeah. And so I've got those on right. Yeah. Now. So the kind that don't show panty lines usually have three or four lines of elastic that stick to your ass so that mm. they don't give you a uh, uh, what is it called a wedgie? Yeah. And uh, well, after some time, those little strips of elastic start falling out, and so and like they stick to you and I know hurt. it's like I'm wearing. Uh, sometimes if I'm putting on a particularly old pair of these panties, it's like I'm wearing a flapper dress with all of the little uh, strings hanging down. Well, the worst <laughs> is when it like, it get caught, it gets caught in the joint of like your leg and your hip, mm-hmm. you know, and then like you pull cause you're, you're pulling them off or whatever and it snaps. So you just like <laughs> slingshotted yourself with your own underwear. It's terrible. But here's the problem. You know, I have lost. <laughs> like, so far. Okay. This is so much better. <laughs> People are going to listen to this show. I guarantee you they we are. We are going to hear about we this. We are lever. giving all the secrets away. So I know. This is, I know. This all, these, the show. all these. I know. But these secrets, like these men are like, I don't want to know about this. Yes, they do. Yeah. They don't think they do. And they won't admit that they do. But you're still You know here. how sensitive you will seem to your significant other if you actually acknowledge these issues that You can that just they say, pace. I am so sorry you're wearing flapper panties. <laughs> let, let me go splurge and buy you a new set. Yes. Because that is what I have noticed over... <laughs> Producer Craig just walked in at flapper panties, I think. Um, but no, I, you know, one, over the last however many... Because I'm like you. Yeah. You buy a pair... And and we spend a lot of money on them, so mm-hmm. they're you know. Five, I went on six. vacation and saw some at a store that were on sale, and I bought seven pairs. Yep. and I yep on vacation. Yeah, they're like seven ten dollars per mm-hmm. pair, mm-hmm. and you can't ever buy one because they yeah. put them on like four for seventy five bucks. I mean, you're just buying like a ridiculously small. And if you don't of buy underwear. your black or nude colors, you're stuck with fluorescent oh, green or florals something. and zigzags and stuff that shows under pants. Like, I know, like um, you cannot wear. By the way, uh, any color of underwear except for nude under white pants. Yeah. Don't even wear white. Yeah. Because white will be worse. Oh, white is oh, worse. Oh, my God. Okay. So when it, uh, I'm going to get back to the story unless I completely forget <laughs> okay. what I was talking no, about. No, no. Go back to the story. Okay. Um, okay. Back to the story. So, you know, over the years, I've lost, what, like 65 pounds? I mean, a lot of weight. Mm-hmm. I still have the same underwear that I've had. <laughs> For years. That's how elastic works. Well, that's the thing. It does, <laughs> except here's the problem. And you've met me. I have no ass, right? I am not a Kardashian. My butt is flat. I don't have the same problem in my tummy area, which would be lovely. But my butt is flat. So here's the problem. All these underwears 
that I had for so many years now have that like saggy baggy diaper thing going on in the back. So it's like, oh, I need to buy new underwear. But I am, I am the cheapest fucking bitch alive. I do not want to go into that store. I don't know what cut works best for me. I have tried them all and none of them work well. So it's like, oh, I can't. And like we were, I think we were up in the hill country and we're stopping at Target. And I told Paul, I said, I've got to buy some new underwear. Even if it's a three pack of Hanes. Like I just, I got to get something that like fits because I can't stand this, you know, butt flap going on in the back. And so I finally, I finally break down and I have bought six pair of underwear (laughs) and they're fabulous. But the problem is I go through them, you know, in a couple of days here. Because you're wearing them. Well, you wear them. And then all I have left are saggy baggy ones, which I'm happy to wear around the house, except like last night. And I had on, I have on a pair, like you're talking about without the, uh, without the panty lines, Mm -hmm. whatever. But the problem is they're really elastic. Yeah. Until they're seven, eight nine years old and then they're a little bit less elastic so the more you walk yeah the more they start to slide and i was walking downtown one day and it was the like one day ever that i was like i'm gonna wear a skirt to work right but these were underwear that i had bought that didn't quite fit not the good ones but you know like they're oh try these boy short those would be great and they like i mean they fit yeah until you start walking around in them they move yeah i am walking down the street in downtown houston with a skirt on and i can feel the underwear are sliding down my butt and onto my legs but i am walking with my carpool buddy (laughs) who is the dad of one of our guests who is here on the Mm -hmm. anime show was it the no the cosplay show And I can't adjust them because I'm in a skirt, I'm on the street, and I've got somebody's dad standing next to me. I ran into that building, you know, as waddly as you can to try to keep them from just completely falling off. Oh, my God. That whole day was a nightmare. I may or may not have just thrown them out by the end of the day. Like, I just couldn't. I was like, I'll take commando over this. I can't even. I know. Then you get to breathe. Oh, God. (laughs) Thankfully, it was a longer skirt. But, oh, dear God. And these are the things that we have to worry about. How many men walk down the street and worry that their underwear are rolling down their legs? I think it was the Cutaways podcast or one of these podcasts that I listened to. They were talking about that they wanted to know the evolution of men in uh, pants because it seems to, they seem to agree that, and I, I think I agree with them, that you would think if you have more delicate areas down south, you wouldn't want to strap them in or have a piece of fabric that that's tucks you know them that up. that seam right there yeah, it seems like it's, it w- it seems like it would chafe yeah it doesn't seem like it would make a lot oh my god <laughs> i've got to tell you about reddit and i read reddit a lot mm-hmm. and there was this particular guy that was complaining about his inseam okay mm-hmm. i cannot i'm this is straight from reddit guys i don't know this person i <laughs> I am producer Craig wasn't no it wasn't oh my god if it was producer (laughs) Craig I'd be laughing so hard but no this I I I almost was crying laughing so hard and Craig actually had to stop like don't let me read any more of this because okay so he was complaining about inseams that were not high enough for him they always gave him like what the moose knuckle what's the men's it's moose knuckle right yeah um 
And he's For like, those of you that don't know, that's the male equivalent of, of the camel, camel toe. toe. Yeah. So he was complaining about this. And so somebody said, oh, you know, it's it's your inseam. You need to look for pants with a higher inseam. Even if you have to get a tall. Or wear you, underwear. And, that helps. <laughs> so even if you get a tall, you may have to get them hemmed. But that will give you the inseam that you need. He says, I've tried like the men's. And it always does it. And so people were given suggestions of their favorite pants, right? Um, Juicy couture. Yeah, I'm sure. Anyway, um, so then the guy posted. He goes, well, you know, I think I've figured it out right if i actually tuck my penis down instead of up they fit fine <laughs> who walks around with their dick pointed up and i'm like reading this and going what wait this is that a thing well and and actually this this particular thread i wouldn't have cared about it but somebody else was like you see all this on here like like read this and somebody was like so you're telling me that all this time you've been wearing your dick <laughs> You've been wearing pants with your dick pointed up because I always just thought it would face your head. What? How do you even survive? So I assume. How do you not zip yourself into your... My assumption is it had to have been a joke, but it went on for hours. I, I don't think it is. No, how could a guy do that? Like, how could a guy ever think that that is the natural formation in which to put your pants? I don't know. Maybe he's been wearing a dance belt all his life. <laughs> I don't know. Men, should, maybe they should all go to wearing and, a dance belt under their jeans. Yeah. It would be much more protective from zippers. And it was stuff. really funny because somebody was like, so and goes, just to clarify, you've been wearing your pants with your penis pointed up inside of them. <laughs> and then he later he edited it and said, edit. This is the first front page number one comment I've ever gotten. And I didn't think that it would be about what direction in which your penis are inside your pants. Reminds me of that comment that I found that was like, this video was so unhelpful. I fucked my ceiling fan four times and it was completely wrong or something. And I'm like, what the fuck are you people talking about? Anyway, so, so what is the name of this episode? 2017 on undergarments? I don't know. Girls, girls, girls. Whatever will draw more Unders. listeners. Unders. unders. I yeah, don't know. we like the unders. Okay, so other girly things. We've talked about the unders. Yeah. Oh, let's talk about all that hair removal we have oh, to yeah. do. I don't bother. No. no, no, no. Honest to God, I sorry, man. I've advised my husband before we got married that mm -hmm. he is going to deal with 1970s pubic hair um, because I'm not <laughs> going through all that work. I was talking about legs, but all right. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> well, no, it's funny. When I when I was married to the moron before, he had this like strange expectation. And I, I know he'd had it his whole life because I remember his aunt actually asking me about it at some point. Because apparently he had made this announcement that he, when he found someone to be with, be married to, whatever, was only going to be with a girl who shaved her legs Every single day. Oh, my God. And I'm like, you know, I can't even honestly say that I shave my legs every single month, <laughs> especially in winter. Because what, does, what did he bring to the table for all of this extra work? Uh, fur. <laughs> uh, gas. <laughs> Let me put it this way. He had no grooming going on whatsoever. I'm surprised he even showered. So I, and I kind of told him this. I said, okay, you shave your face every day and maybe I'll think about shaving my legs because my legs are under pants 90% of the time. 
your face just out there for the whole world to have to see. <laughs> and so I'm just not that girl. Yeah, Again, no. I, d- I am. So, okay. There was one of those um, things going around on Facebook that was how high maintenance are you? And it was this number of points for this, this number of points for that. <clears throat> I scored a zero. Oh, that's pretty low. <laughs> I, I was like, I'm so low maintenance. I'm pretty sure I'm dead. Like it just, because again, I just, I just don't have that kind of time. I mean, actually, honestly, I do have the time. I work for myself. I could schedule in a leg shaving or something anytime I wanted. However, I don't give a fuck. Yeah. And my husband doesn't give a fuck. That's the great thing. He's like, they look good to me. You know what what the problem with shaved legs is they are prickly almost immediately. So they feel worse. Yep. In my opinion. Well, I think when I, when I let it grow a little longer and then I shave it, it's already a little softened up. So I don't get the super prickle right away. Plus I will tell you, I found this, um, and I found one years ago, and I've just got a new one. I'm very excited. It's like a lady shaver, but not like a lady cooch shaver. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like a guy's face shaver, but yeah. apparently for lady legs. Yeah. This thing is fucking awesome. I could use it on my legs. It buzzes off like the top coat, you know, mm-hmm. so it looks nice and smooth. I mean, it grows back, but it looks really smooth. You don't get the prickle, mm. and it takes eight seconds. It's oh. like, it's awesome so anytime i'm wearing anything that is higher than the kneecap or at my kneecap or really above the ankle i will do a quick little buzz buzz on that you know because i got class (laughs) but for the most part i just i don't care like it's just not that important to me well and it doesn't get in the way it seems to be just like an american thing the late it is an american thing like nobody else gives a shit most of them have got the armpit hair down to their yeah you know. I, I do that i shave the armpits just because of the sheer uh i have got to uh i i feel that it gets it collects sweat yeah and so I'm, i don't so i shave my i'm armpits. with i'm with you there but again it's not a daily thing <laughs> like it's a when it gets out of control thing and and not even that out of control but it's more like you know, when you start feeling the humidity build up, yeah. that's when it's time to let it go. Yeah, um, I, I believe uh, one of my fa- friends of the family would say this. You know, I don't shave my legs every day. She said, and I figure if somebody's looking, they deserve what they get. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. I don't care. It was funny because when Madison was little, and we'd just be laying there, she would like just you know she like three. She'd like run her hands on my leg, and there was always you know. A little bit longer. And she just thought that was hysterical. Paul's she, like, your she, legs she, feel so smooth. I'm like, because I haven't shaved in a month. <laughs> she's sitting there braiding them. She is. Yeah. She is. She's excited. <laughs> They're not oh, that bad. But Okay. Let's see. So grooming expectations is probably maybe part of this. Yeah. And okay. When I was a kid, I did not realize. I mean, I, w- I would have really loved to look like a movie star. They do so much work. They but I ever- didn't think it would be Teen Wolf. Ah. I'm not gonna lie. This you, uh, know, you know how much movies they put in extensions. Yeah, this hormonal chin mm-hmm. chin thing. Sorry, yeah. boys. Here's behind the veil for sure. Because we're making them laugh. Yeah, I don't and know. Cringe and, and appreciate their wives, appreciate. who are probably better groomed than we are. Yeah, I think so. I think so. I I try. I I. 
I just find things that scare me sometimes. Like every morning, something new has developed that mm-hmm. I have to fix. And men go, huh. I'm still alive. They get up. They shout. Like, honestly, I, me and my husband, if we have to go together at the same place, I have to start an hour and 15 minutes before we need to leave. Right. The hour is for me to get ready. The 15 minutes is for him. Yep. Yeah, that's how it works. But at my house, I have to be the first in the shower. Me too. It, one of <laughs> the reason why is is a little OCD and weird. Uh, I don't like to shower after other people because the shower is wet. <laughs> that's weird. Which is stupid. I, 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 I can't. Because the shower is about to be wet again. And what difference does it make? But for whatever reason, I also get, I have to dry my hair. And shit, I, it's, so. it's the humidity that the, the second shower creates yep. for me. So that's why I usually do it. But, yeah, there's a lot of expectations that society puts us on us ladies for, yeah. for, for grooming and for and the fact that we have rejected it doesn't mean that most women have. <laughs> no, but it also doesn't make us any less of a woman. Like, I think that's the biggest issue that I run across is and, it, and it's not necessarily that someone else has told me, but that because I don't do these ritualistic whatevers all the time that I am somehow not as much as a, not as much of a girl or well that I, I'm I not, think that's, you know? that's part of what it is it's this brainwashing of what's supposed to be expected right. of us and you know by the way men will sit there and say oh I love women without makeup and blah 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 they're lying you because they don't Except know Paul. They, they don't well okay Paul <laughs> um but that means they don't know what a woman looks like without makeup. Like, really, most of the time, women... See, that- I think I've set really good expectations for him in the beauty department. Because I don't wear makeup, he knows what my actual face looks like. Yeah. And so when I do put makeup on, he almost doesn't like it. Like, it's, it's not, not that it's... He's not used to it. He's not used to it. And I think it's... And and I... Trust me, I'm no, like, smoky eye kind of girl. Like, I, my, my makeup is very, mm-hmm. very basic. Um, but you know, he almost like, you know, I'll ask him, I'm like, all right, makeup or no makeup. And he's like, eh, why bother? The only time I'll really think about it and put it on is if I'm going somewhere that I know people are going to be taking a lot of pictures. Like when we went out for my birthday, I was like, I know there's going to be pictures taken and I don't want to look like the washed out idiot because I'm the only one not wearing makeup. But on a day to day, I don't even think about it. Well, I think a lot of people with good skin like can go out yeah. without makeup. Like my stepmom, she never wears makeup or anything. But like me, my skin is so bad. I go out and it is odd. People tell, ask me if I'm feeling okay and that mm-hmm. type of thing. And so I get uh, I get really defensive. I never go anywhere <laughs> without a basic level of makeup. But any these... Um, um, these you don't even... Uh, le- these. Like you're in your house and you've got makeup on. I can yeah. see it. Mm-hmm. Yep. I don't. There's, yeah. <laughs> but there's like these Instagram like, I don't care, Missy Hair, I don't care. I and just it was woke like, up like this. Yeah, and it's just Liars. the funniest shit. Like, it's I'm like, like, you have eyelashes on. Yeah. Like fake eyelashes that look like gigantic Harry Potter spiders. Like, yeah. don't tell me you're not wearing shit. I know. I, it, but I think that also puts an expectation on people. It's like these Instagram models, and I'm using models in air quotes because if you don't get paid for it, you're not really you're a, not model. a model. You just take self- selfies. And, um, but, uh, you know, get paid. Right. That's, that's the number one rule. Okay? Mm-hmm. You can't call yourself a model till you get paid. Right. <laughs> you really can't call yourself employed unless you're getting paid. So, yeah. Yeah. But, um, 
uh, don't put that expectation on other people. Mm-mm. I mean, don't for your own praise. Don't make it so feel make other right. people feel less than. And I think they do. I think that's. Oh, what, yeah. I think that's half the point. Well, but and I think that's how a lot of people make themselves feel better is by cutting other people down, or pointing out things that aren't there. And you know what? We're all human. I'm sure we've all seen that person that's like, oh God, what happened to your face? Like, where's your makeup? Where's the but then again, I'm the girl that doesn't wear makeup. Yeah. Why am I judging anyone for not my? And I really don't. I try not to. And yeah. when I catch myself doing it, I'm like, oh, it's stupid. Who yeah. I care? Yeah. yeah, I know. Anyway, so appreciate uh, your significant other. Appreciate them with or without makeup. But if they're like me and cannot leave the house without makeup, that's fine, right? Yeah. You know, I think it would be really fun if we could find some kind of makeup artist to come in and do one of these like. Uh, mm-hmm. you know, like a the over the top, not like the crazy, yeah, weirdo, oh, the, the, but the, these, the real glam style, yeah, but yeah. like this over the top kind of. I would, like I would love it. I do some contouring sometimes, and I think that's kind of fun. But see, I anytime I try to do anything out of my basic realm of knowledge, I look like I just got punched in the face. Like it's not a good look. And I am telling you, I have a friend, and I love her to pieces, who is a makeup artist, has like traveled professionally with a. A, a makeup brands, yeah. um, like mm-hmm. no, with like with their team, like yeah. it goes to fashion shows and stuff. And she's read, she's done my makeup a couple of different times. And I, uh, I guess maybe I know who what, you're talking about. maybe what she sees <laughs> is different than what I am envisioning that I would like the finished look because I have looked like a Russian hooker every single time. And I just, well, I think that the, the overly glam looks do have a definite. It wasn't even overly glam. It was just very different colors than I would have chosen. Oh yeah, I shouldn't be wearing blue eyeshadow. I am not Mimi no. from the Drew Carey yeah. show. It's not blue good. eyeshadow is not a good color. It's not a good color. But but I, I mean, like especially some of these people who do these you know Facebook tutorials where or the YouTube tutorials. Oh, where I like watch their those. face. I, I watch them like I watch them and I'm like, who are you? Because you're not that girl that was. I know when they start out on there and and then they finish. I'm like, oh. But shit. then I also start looking at like the details. Like you're supposed to be looking at the whole package and going, oh, look at the highlight and look at this. And I'm like, you have white lines just drawn. You know, like yeah. just. Like you can see some of them, and but I think that would be maybe that would be a fun periscope thing for us to yeah, do. Yeah, I at could totally. I, I I would have fun uh, doing that. But so. if anyone knows any really good makeup artists, let us I'm know because it would like be a fun. Beauty blogging event on. Yes, this, find yeah. find us someone to do this, and we can do before and after shots. Mm-hmm. It'll be fabulous. I kind of I you know even better than the like how to make the glam makeup. I mm-hmm. like the people that like can make themselves look like Harrison Ford and shit. <laughs> I mean, I think that's, I think that's awesome. Maybe you can get those zombie makeover people that you oh, met at Comic Palooza. they were so cool. Like, they just made this chick zombie-fied, right? Well, it was a dude. They made zombie-fied right in front of mm-hmm. me, but they made, the, like, the Miss Zombie, uh, whatever. I don't know what the title is officially. She looked awesome. Mm-hmm. Like, awesome zombie-like. Yeah, I, I really don't have an if interest I were ever in gonna, zombie like, face, If but... I were going to cosplay as a zombie, I'd be somebody that just recently got bitten, and so I would just have the bite mark. Because I couldn't do all of the rest of this stuff. I'm like, I'm just about to turn. Uh, yeah, I'd still be that person going, I just don't have that strong a survival instinct. Like, standing zombie, here. zombie. <clears throat> well, zombies have a hell of a st- strong survival instinct. I know, I don't have like one. They, I don't want to beat don't, one. So if you became a zombie, would you get the instinct or would it just like take into account your <sighs> lack of survival instinct and just... 
I don't know. I just, I don't even want to deal with it. All right. So this new year, we're talking about the not so great expectations. (laughs) Um, We've lifted the veil. Um, We've, we don't know. We've talked about unders a lot. We've talked a lot about unders. So this is a girly episode. So we'll see, we'll see what we, uh, how our, how our audience reacts. (laughs) Yeah, like I said, you know what? Happy we, New Year! We uh, yes, Happy New Year. We are, you know, we're we're one of the only full-on female podcasts in town. Yeah, there's not a lot. You know, one of our one of the others is. Oh out. yeah, they just left. Yeah, yeah they're yeah, gone. They just stopped. Yeah. <coughs> Some of the others, you know, mix with the boys, and we don't particularly I mean, do that. Yeah, no. But we are, of actually course. Looking, I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure that their in underwear story uh, topics would be much more entertaining. Probably. <laughs> That's the thing. We try to, you know, we don't try to be like overtly sexual or anything mm-hmm. else on this show because just like no. I mean, we're we're not trying to be titillating. We're no. trying to just like acknowledge what's out there. We're just talking about things that are important to us, and that's what's important. And to underwear us. is very important. Oh God, I still need more underwear. <laughs> I'm so cheap, though. I like seriously. I'm like, ugh. Do I really want to spend seventeen hundred dollars on fucking underwear? I had I had a coworker. I was telling her I was bitching about my underwear because this is what you talk about with your female coworkers because it becomes and and anyway she says I have the best pair of underwear for you. I'm bringing it to you, and she brought me a pair of underwear and I'm like and now I'm close friends with her and I'm like you really want me to what put these on like I don't think they were new, uh, Liz. Yeah. Anyway, they so, weren't. So Craig says, and they wasn't me. Not, yeah, it yeah. was not me. Craig says. You need to tell her she's crossed a line. <laughs> All right. So funny story. So we're at my house last, you know, a couple nights ago. And, and for some reason, you know, my dad's kind of a hoarder. Like mm-hmm. he's a clothing hoarder. And every once in a while he, you know, and he's lost a bunch of weight and had gained weight. You know, he, he's gone back and forth. So he has a, a wide variety. And he brought out this pair of pants and he's like, eh, I don't even think you could wear these pants. Like these are, these are pretty small. Like, there's nobody can wear them and then he looks at me he's like if i keep these am i a hoarder i said no because those are called goal pants (laughs) but you're only allowed one one pair if you keep a closet full then you're a hoarder so he goes and he gets all these clothes and he's trying to bring them to paul to see if he has any need for Mm -hmm. these different things and some of them are shorts and and some of them, he's not quite there yet, but, you know, maybe soon and maybe mm-hmm. by summer because, you know, shorts. And then and he's like, hey, can I borrow you for a second in our room? And I was like, okay. So I go in there and he's got on a pair of boxer briefs. And I'm like, did my dad give you underwear? <laughs> and he's like, yes, and they're really comfortable. <laughs> and I'm like, what? I Please, I, please no. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, well, they, they look nice on you, but I'm pretty sure my dad had his balls in those underwear, so <laughs> I'm a little disturbed by this. We should buy you some of those, <laughs> just not that pair. <laughs> so I'm sorry, it's Paul. It's like but if you go to the Goodwill, they always have uh, boxers. Well, the fact is, I don't, I mean, they all get washed, and yeah. I don't know oh, that I there's know. really any. It's just any, a crazy thing that you I, put in your brain. You I, know? It is. I don't know that there's, you know, I had somebody who is. Like, I give away clothes all the time. Like, anytime I outgrow clothes or, you know, shrink down, I give the way, I give them yeah. away. Mm-hmm. And I had somebody who was talking about someone who had given them clothes 
and went on and on about how this person put in some pajama pants. And oh that was God, pajama part. pants. How could they think I'd want to wear their pajama pants? What's and I'm the like, difference? they're fucking pants. I mean, yeah. unless you know that your friend is like a like a, a commando sleeper, <laughs> then I mean, because some people are. Yeah, I, I found that out when I was about eight. When I went to a, a church sleepover at some friend's house, and this one weird girl, I I remember her name, she was just a weird girl, slept with no underwear. At a church thing? All the time. And wore and wasn't wearing like pants. It was like a nightgown. Mm. So it was a little... That's odd. That was weird. But I, but I don't understand the, the hatred towards the pajama pants. I was like, I've given away pajama pants before because... They're pants. I know. Huh? I don't. I don't know why it's any different than regular pants. Anyway, yeah. Um, so, I mean, well, I guess if your underwear was old and skid marky and disgusting, then yes, you clearly do not want to pass those on, listeners. Let's let's be honest. Let's you know. But I think these were these were probably a pair that he never yeah. really wore. Yeah. Like, but all right. So, well, I guess that's, welcome to our weirdest episode, yeah. beginning 2017. Yep. Here you go. I do have an out of context internet quote. Go for it. Okay. Donald Trump is president. The Cubs have won the World Series. It's like reading the dust jack- jacket of a dystopian novel. <laughs> <laughs> We've only got three weeks for aliens to land on the White House lawn. That's true. That's true. <laughs> so, anyway. Good times. And you. then the Hunger Games will be up in a tree and Katniss will have her full hair and makeup done. Yep. Damn bitch. And be wearing a bra. Yeah. That's crazy. She'll be wearing the the James Bond strapless bra because <laughs> that's what you wear when you're fighting. <laughs> it is because it it's not enough to win the Hunger Games and stay alive and maybe be able to eat. <laughs> yeah. Your tits have to look really really good I in know. that tracksuit. They've got to be pointed upward and perky and happy. But are, is Peta pointed upward? <laughs> That's and that's a wrap there. I and think strangely <laughs> enough, we didn't even drink in this episode. No, nope, so. no, nope. good time. All right, all right. We'll catch you guys next time. Music provided by www.bensound.com, and please email feedback to contact us at nerdybitches.com. You and Donald Trump have the same hands.